Well, hey everyone, I am back from my staycation. It was uh, it was good to get a break, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Today, I'm going to be sharing something that God is doing in me, in my heart, um, and I hope it's a it's a blessing to you as well. Uh, I'm going to pray because I definitely need to pray, and uh, we'll get right into it. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit. Um, Open my eyes, open all of our eyes to what you are doing, to the things you are doing in us, to the things you are doing through us, God. Um, I pray that uh, you wouldn't let anything get in the way of hearing your voice right now or receiving your peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys, so this past week for me, as good as it was, has also been very rough. I recently met someone from California named David. Uh, we met through Instagram. I'm not exactly sure uh, how our paths crossed, but I know it had to do with Harleys. Uh, we talked a lot about Harleys, and uh, you know he was a motorcycle rider, and I love riding as well. Um, and even though I've only known him for about three or four months, like the dude just quickly became one of my closest friends. Um, but... <clears throat> On Saturday, June 10th, uh, I got a call from another uh, good friend of mine out in California, um, and he told me that uh, David wrecked his motorcycle and died. Um, when we were talking on the phone, it didn't seem real then. Um, it's still, I mean, to a degree, doesn't seem real now. But the more I talk to my friends out in California, and the more we share videos of him and texts from him and stories of him... The reality of it sinks deeper and deeper every single day. Honestly, uh, I've had a, a very difficult time processing this, and it's even more difficult to try and bring up words of wisdom or peace uh, in regards to his death, um, because it just seems unfair. It seems unfair to David, unfair to me, unfair to all of his friends and family. Um, he was only 25. He had a one-year-old son, and uh, he just, uh, just he had so much more life to live. And uh, no matter how many verses I read in the Bible, no matter how much I pray or anything like that, I'm lacking some peace just because I know that I'll never hear his voice again or laugh at one of his ridiculous jokes because they were ridiculous or talk about things like, you know, what heaven will look like or is it made of clouds and ancient Roman pillars like the old cartoon movie Hercules depicts it? Um, you know, all of that is is gone and my, my heart is still broken. And I miss my friend like crazy. Like I never even got to meet him face to face. So I never got to hug him. And I'm a hugger. I love hugging. Um, never got to meet him face to face and I never will. At least not here. So why am I talking about David, right? Goodness gracious. Why am I trying to talk through something so difficult and so sad? Well, there's two reasons. One, just to kind of honor David's life. He really was a just, just an amazing person. Uh, if you talk to anybody that knew him, he really was an awesome guy. Uh, but two, to talk about the grace of Jesus. So David was a... A really selfless person, like really, really, truly selfless person. The guy was broke, <laughs> um, but he was always giving money away. Um, 
like to the point where like some of us were like, dude, you gotta, you gotta stop doing this. Um, but that's just, that was his heart. Um, I remember talking about a motorcycle part that I wanted to get, but I couldn't at the time. Um, and, uh, he said that he would buy it for me, but he would have to wait until he got his next paycheck because he didn't have (laughs) have enough money to do it at the time. Um, I argued with him because I knew he couldn't afford to do that, but he just wanted to bless me because, you know, that's just, that's who he was. Um, good thing is I won that argument and, uh, he didn't buy it for me because, you know, he really needed the money more than I did. But again, that was just his heart. He was an awesome guy and had the best, best heart. He was super weird too, though. (laughs) Um, in the, in the very best way, like he would tell these off the wall jokes that would make you tilt your head like in confusion and maybe even concern before laughing. Um, but that was just part of him. Uh, he just wanted to make you smile and, um, he was super positive all the time. It would lighten your day, uh, just to hear him say, hello, good sir. When he answered the phone. Like, I know y'all didn't know him, but (laughs) You would have loved this guy too. Sorry. What's even more awesome than his personality is that David just gave his life to Christ just this past Easter. Uh, He sent me his baptism video because he was so excited to share it with me. I literally felt honored that he wanted to share it with me since we only just met. And I'm not exactly sure why our paths crossed, but in addition to talking about Harleys, which was awesome, and laughing at weird jokes, also awesome, I get to help him chase after Jesus every day. Like, we talked almost every day on the phone or, like, DM through Instagram, and we also did a couple Bible reading plans together uh, through the Version app. He was super new to Christianity, like had a lot of questions, didn't have really much knowledge on, you know, what a Christian looks like or anything like that. Um, And some of those questions were just as weird as his jokes, but um, it's only because he was raw, like he didn't know what being a Christian looked like, but his heart was new and it was obvious. And I had the privilege of helping him in this new thing that he had called faith. Uh, If you looked at David in regards to like how most Christians and society and people in general would qualify a Christian, he wasn't very good at it. You know, he struggled with a lot of things like we all do, but his faith was probably more real than most I know. Uh, It was a genuine faith and not religious at all. Uh, And honestly, it made my faith stronger just interacting with him because it challenged me. It challenged my own perspectives on life um, because he had that childlike faith. It was new. It was real. Um, and the other day I was actually having lunch with another friend of mine, happy, um, uh, it was just a few days ago. And, uh, the conversation made me think of David. We were talking about the second thief on the cross, uh, specifically about how sadly and historically the church has communicated that people need to kind of like, quote unquote, get it together before they can be accepted by God. But the thief on the cross shows just kind of how inaccurate that is. Um, I'm going to read that account. It's in Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. And this is what it says. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, 
Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, as Jesus said to him, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today you will be with me in paradise. This person, this thief who, you know, maybe rightly deserved death, who didn't have anything together in his life, still received the grace of Christ based on nothing other than believing that Jesus was who he said he was. Yet he didn't earn anything. He didn't do anything good or worthy. He just saw Jesus and Jesus saw him and he saw his heart. This definitely made me think of David. You know, he didn't have it all together. He came to Christ first and then he started to figure out how to quote unquote, get it all together. And even though he didn't have it all together when he died, I believe 100% with everything in me, he is with Jesus right now, despite not looking like a Christian should look. Just like the second thief, just like David, you don't have to clean up your life before coming to Jesus. Come to Jesus first every day. I don't care if you've been a Christian for, for 20 days or 20 years. Come to Jesus first every day. Come to Jesus first with all your junk. It doesn't matter. He will clean your life up for you. He will clean your life up for you through the Holy Spirit as long as you are open to Him. Come to Jesus first. He's the most important thing. He's the most important thing. Thinking about David this past week has really brought up a lot of things in my mind and my heart. Missing him has sometimes got my attention off of the hope that we have and the hope that David is living in right now. Um, For the past few months, God has put a phrase on my heart. It's been a while uh, before before I even knew David. Um, And it's just a reminder of this hope. It's a reminder that this life and this earth is only temporary, that a better life is coming. A better home is waiting. And it's definitely going to be my next tattoo for sure definitely my next tattoo. And this is the phrase. The phrase is, death has no victory. Death has no victory. It comes from 1 Corinthians 15, 55, where Paul is referencing Isaiah 25, 8, and I'm going to read them both. Um, so Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 55, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? He's referencing Isaiah 25, 8, where he says, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. Losing David has been uh, extremely difficult. Honestly, it's, it's really just a selfish thing that I'm going through because I'm not mourning his loss, I'm mourning my loss. Right? That's that's what we do when we lose somebody close to us. We mourn our loss of them. He hasn't lost anything. He's he's gained everything. He's gained heaven. We have lost the joy of his presence in our lives. But the great thing is that this life, it's only temporary. This life is only temporary. And it's only temporary because of Jesus, because of his grace, his mercy, his love, and his victory over death. We have a better life awaiting. We have a better home awaiting. All because of Jesus. Remember that. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for your grace. Thank you for David and his his impact in my life. I pray that his life and 
in the life of all the people that we've lost, God, um, that they would be a reminder that you've beaten death and that eternity is our true home all because of Jesus. Remind us of that. It's in his name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm going to play some music like I do every week. Take time to pray. Take time. Listen to the Holy Spirit and whatever he is speaking to you right now.
close in prayer. But if you want more time to hear from God, to let the Holy Spirit work in you, uh, or just you know, just to sit in His presence, you know, rewind this to where the music starts and continue to focus your attention on the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you for all that you've done for us. I pray that our hope would be in heaven and it would be in you and that your peace would be in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen.